0: Welcome to another episode of Talking Body This Week. This week is gonna be all about um, self-confidence, boosting your positive body image and just getting some helpful tips on how to do so. First of all, I'm gonna get straight into it with some helpful tips. Then what we're gonna talk about is some things that I've learned so far in my early 20s. And then I'm going to discuss a little bit About what I've found helpful so far in a book that I've started reading called The Neuroscience of Self Love. Now, first of all, I'm going to name some helpful tips on boosting and creating healthy body image. Now, first and foremost, we have got resist the need to engage or buy into the diet industry. Now, when I first started um, building a relationship with myself and as a young teenager in modern society influenced by social media, it is so hard not to do this. But all I can say is don't buy into it. A lot of it is not healthy. A lot of it is not sustainable and a lot of it is not maintainable. So not sustainable, not maintainable Um, And just generally, generally, sorry, not healthy. Um, It's hard, like I said, with social media influencing these types of things. Unless you have a personal trainer or a nutritionist or whatever it may be, I generally don't advise anything to do with um, dieting. Because a lot of the dieting is restricting And when we're having a balanced diet, we don't need to be restrictive with anything. Number two, see and value yourself as a whole person, not just based on how you look. This is so important because a lot of the time, you know, it's human nature to value ourselves by what we look like because society does that. Society judges us on how we look. Um, We've grown up with social media, Social media judges us by our content, what we produce, what we post and what we look like. So it's important to try and value yourself as a whole and to not worry about what you look like. I know this is harder said than done. These are just some tips. Later on in the episode, I will get into how we can train our brain and change our um, neuropathways into accepting ourselves more. Three, focus on your body function and what it does for you. This is so cool and it's so important because it helps us to drain our brain <laughs> it helps us to train our brain and focus on what our body actually does for us and not worry about what it doesn't do for us. I think it's important to focus on our strengths, and I think it's important To focus on our goals and our progress more than anything, because I can tell you right now, progress is key. Progress is what's gonna keep you going. Progress is gonna give you that hype. When you start seeing progress, you're gonna feel so fulfilled. And honestly, just accomplishing and seeing achievement in what your body does for you is a win in itself. Four, practice body gratitude um focus on the strengths like I said before this goes into the last tip focus on what your body does for you focus on what it does that you love and not what it does that you wish it would do once again everything is a training everything is progress everything is a step-by-step guide you're not going to automatically have something You need to be able to train, you need to be able to progress, you need to be able to grow in order to do something. So practicing body gratitude is one of the perfect things to do in order to love and accept your body more. And when I say that, say things that are realistic. Say things that you actually like about yourself because that is going to increase your relationship about how you feel about your body None of the, you know, saying all these positive things that you wish that you would accept. Start focusing on what you do accept. Five, start engaging in positive self-talk. This binds into practicing body gratitude. Start engaging in talking in a positive perspective but something that is realistic and something that you're going to agree with. I hope that just made sense. (laughs) Start engaging in something that you're going to relate to. Talk to yourself like it's a debate in a way, like you will understand and accept what is being talked about. When you're talking to yourself, you need to believe what you're saying. Six, reduce influences that create negative body comparisons. This can be unfollowing people on Instagram that make you feel like crap. Let's be honest, let's put it out there. If it's gonna help you feel better about yourself, just do it, okay? Um, If you think that there are some magazines or some followings that you feel like that you are tempted to buy into, same with the dieting, Remove it, remove all influences that could be having a negative effect on you. Next one, limit your exposure to negative. I feel like I just said that. Limit your exposure to negative influences on social media, sorry. So same as the last one, but more social media based, but also kind of the same. So if you feel like there are influences on social media, that aren't making your social media a nice environment or a nice place to even want to be on, unfollow, block, whatever it may be. Eight, rewrite your understanding of beauty without constantly being influenced by societal ideas of beauty. This is, I thought that this was such a cool way of writing this one um, because it's so true. Rewrite your understanding of beauty what do you think is beautiful what do you think should be considered beautiful because I can tell you now everyone's opinion is going to be different and I can tell you that society's views and social media views are completely different to what your view is going to be like and I think stick to it what is beautiful to you like is it personality is it humor it doesn't have to be what's plastered on your face it doesn't have to be surface level it doesn't have to be the cover of a book when I think of this I think of don't judge a book by its cover classic rewrite your story and rewrite your understanding of beauty educate yourself on nutrition and what your body needs this is so important because this allows you to not be restrictive with what you put into your body. Look, I'm no professional when it comes to nutrition or food, but I know what my body needs and I know that I cannot be restrictive because it doesn't allow me to have a balanced diet, nor does it allow me to have energy to fuel myself. I need to incorporate as many food groups as possible. I know that my metabolism works different to other people and I know that I need different amounts of things compared to other people some people might need to be less more restrictive depending on what they have as intolerances depending on what they could be allergic to things like that it all just depends on how someone's digestive and metabolism works educate yourself and do the research when it comes to wanting to take an extra step in seeking a coach or PT. When doing this, make sure your values and goals align. Otherwise you would just end up getting into a health, unhealthy routine and lifestyle for yourself. I cannot recommend this anymore. When I first started looking into the gym, into potentially educating myself around equipment and exercises in the gym, I thought straight away to a personal trainer but the thing is I knew what I wanted from my personal trainer so I tried to look for that. I've got a great relationship with my personal trainer. I actually consider her one of my closest friends um, and it really it's a relationship like any other connection you have you need to have the same goals. There is no point in Uh, hiring or paying or investing in someone that is not willing to look after you the way that you want them to it is like a doctor it is like anybody who is a specialist that could be influencing you once again influencing or giving you tips guidelines whatever it is to ensure that you are healthy to ensure that you are a better version of yourself and to make sure that you are on track. Same with a therapist or a psychologist. When you have a booking or when you have a referral, you get to know these people. You see if you have a connection with these people. You see if you can develop a good relationship with them and from then on out, that is when you decide whether you would like to continue work with this person. It is the same with educating yourself and researching yourself with a PT or a coach. It is the same dynamic, it is the same process. Listen to your body and what it's telling you. This is so important. I, if anything. One of the things that I have learned so far is listening to my body and learning when my body needs to recover. I find that when I am exhausted, I get very foggy. I get very stressed out and I begin to lose my appetite. Just everything just starts to come down I begin to get sick I get colds and that is when I have learned my body is trying to tell me my body is sending me signals that I need to slow down it is so important to identify these signals within your body because it is it is allowed is what allows you to slow down and to just rest your body needs it your body almost needs rest just as it Just as much as it needs physical exercise, just as much as it needs food or water, your body needs rest. Now, next one, I'm just looking for it. Jeepers, I have so many of these. (laughs) Okay, found the next one. I'm sorry for the big gap. By educating yourself and learning about yourself, the more you're able to make better decisions on what's best for you and your body. Education is key. I've talked about it in most of the other steps. Education, 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 whether it's nutrition, whether it's on equipment or exercise in the gym, whether it's you're looking for a personal trainer, a doctor, a therapist, whether it is something that you're interested in, something that you want to start, some, your career. Research is always key because, of course, it's going to give you more information on what you should do and what decisions it entails for you to take. Learn to self-validate. This is so important because it allows you not to seek validation from others As nice and it is lovely when people give you compliments or, you know, when people like your post or comment on your post, it is lovely, but you shouldn't be actively seeking this from other people because not only is it going to diminish your self-worth, every time you want to feel good about yourself, you will be seeking it elsewhere when mostly you should be seeking it from yourself. In saying that, it is okay for other people to compliment you. It is okay It is okay to feel good when someone compliments you, but it shouldn't be your striving force in feeling good about yourself. Learn to compare yourself to your own improvements and progress instead of comparing yourself to others and their journeys. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone starts in a different place everyone begins something at a different time in a different space it is so important to try and not compare what you're going through with someone else for example i had a lovely girl start a P program a week before me before i started my new job She only started a week before me and I was comparing myself and how much she had progressed compared to me only starting. Now, this only just made me feel a lot more anxious and it did not make me feel good at all. And I was like, why am I doing this? This is only making me feel worse than it is actually doing me any good. I cannot compare my progress in nursing to hers when she has had a week's difference in getting to know the routine, in getting to know some patients, in getting to know the basics. It is the same when it comes to anything else. It is a lot harder said than done, but when you become more self-aware on your actions, you can pick it up and you can start to change those thoughts, those neuropathways, and you'll be better for it. Ensure to eat foods that make you feel good and that give you energy. Your body will thank you for it. This is so important. There shouldn't be any cheat days. I think it's ridiculous when people go, oh, it's my cheat day, If you want to eat something, you should be able to eat it. You should be able to have a non-restrictive diet. You should be able to enjoy food without feeling guilty or anxious. Now, don't get me wrong if you're overindulging or if you're clearly having a lot more fats, sugars, fast foods whatever it may be yes there'll be consequences but at the end of the day you shouldn't be restricting your diet you, you should be having a balanced diet like i've spoke before food is your energy source food will fuel your body food will give you you make your brain working i couldn't think of the words food is brain food <laughs> Food will help you focus. Learn to meal prep if you feel that's going to make eating less stressful. This is important, especially if you're a shift worker like me or if you're super busy. If you feel like you're not intaking enough food or if you're not having enough nutrition or if you're not fueling your body enough this is a perfect way on organizing your life a bit more organizing your meal times a bit more everyone can understand a busy schedule everyone understands that life gets hectic and chaotic meal prepping is a perfect way to make things less stressful for yourself drink plenty of fluids honestly, your body will thank you for it. Dehydration is the worst thing ever. You feel like crap. I even put salt in my water at times because I have to, because I have a, um, I have POTS, which is postural tachycardia, which has got to do with my heart rate. Um, I, What's the word? I lose more sodium, which means I need to replace it. So I like to do that through intake of electrolytes, making sure I keep myself hydrated. Drinking fluids will help your body and um, your body will love it. Lastly, I've got exercise in any way to help your body move and feel good. As we know, exercise is something that is good for us. It is good for our cardiovascular system. It is good for our body. It is good to move. Any type of movement, it does not matter as long as you are getting that heart pumping, getting that blood pumping around your body, getting your legs moving, your body will love you. Now, those are some tips I have kind of made on boosting and creating healthy body image, helping you create a better relationship with your body, learning to understand what your body needs by having these few guidelines. You can make up your own, whatever, individualize it to yourself, listen to your body and what it needs. I'm now going to go through the things I've learned so far in my 20s. So number one I will say this all the time I promise you you'll probably hear every episode to be more selfish towards yourself. It is so important to start learning how to give love to yourself more often and to know what you need in order to take care of yourself. People think that being selfish towards yourself is selfish in general. It is not. Being selfish towards other people is being a selfish person. But doing it towards yourself should not be considered a selfish thing to do. If you need something that is going to make you a better person, if it's going to make you feel better, if it's going to de-stress you, if it's going to relieve you, If it's going to make you feel better, make you more happy, add to your happiness, then you should do it. That is another thing you always hear from me is always doing the work to add to your happiness. Everything that you should do or everything that you have a goal set to do should be adding to your happiness. Two, to understand that I am or you are more than just a body. You are more than just your physical body. You are an emotional human. You are a spiritual human. You are a maternal mother. You are a friend. You are a daughter. You are a brother. You are a niece. You are a nephew. You are so much more important than just a figure if you have made felt that way I am sorry but you are not just a body I am telling you now you are beautiful you are smart and you deserve more than just being told you are an object or you are just a body you are not just a body you are more than a physical appearance you are more than what you just look like and that goes back to number one focus on how you feel in the present and not how you look this is something that I think I might have already said previously but focus on how you feel and not how you look For example, if you want to wear a bikini to the beach or if you're down at the beach and you just honestly feel good just being able to feel free. You should be focusing on how you feel and not what you think everyone thinks that you look like. Learn to be in charge of your own happiness. Learn to know what adds to your happiness. Always be adding. Always be adding. And if you have to take away in order to be happy, do that too. But never take away what makes you happy. Learn to say no if you need to take a person away, if you need to minus something from the equation in order for you to be happy, learn to say no. Learn to say no. If it's going to benefit you at the end of the day, learn to say no. You are the only person who is reliant. You are responsible for your own actions. The only person who is in charge of your decision making is you. Do what makes you happy and not what makes others happy. This is important because this goes back to being selfish towards yourself. Make sure what you are doing is serving you and not others. Do what makes you happy. This is the, finally, I'm up to the part, do what makes you happy and adding to your happiness. This is probably one of my favorite ones and not making others happy. Do what makes you happy. Now, I've said this previously in another episode before and some people thought that was a little bit funny, but sometimes being alone is not always lonely. Is where you actually learn the most about yourself. Sometimes being lonely is beneficial. Now, I released an episode last week um, with my best friend Lauren, and we speak about how sometimes when, when you get out of a relationship, it can be hard because you're so used to having that person around that you feel so lonely that a lot of the time you will, because of that loneliness, you end up getting yourself into a situation or in a relationship with someone that you actually don't want to be with and then it ends up turning out to be an unhealthy relationship and it probably ends faster than it started. I think it's important to to really ride out that period of loneliness and to accept it for what it is and to really just sit in it. If you feel like that you need to be around people, you need to be around people. Like go mingle, be with your friends, be with your family. This is the time where you should be involving them more in your life. Um, It's hard but being lonely or should I say being alone is a good way to start learning more about you are more about what you want and more about who you are as a person and yes more about what you want in terms of if we want to talk about relationships in terms of what you would like in one stop looking for half ass relationships this comes into the top one that I just spoke about when you can have someone who truly adds to your happiness <laughs> (laughs) Once again, you're hearing it again, adding to your happiness. Why have a half-assed dud when you can have someone who is whole, who truly accepts you for who you are, who truly supports you, and who truly adds to your happiness? Advocate for that. No matter what you do, you should be always asking yourself, does this add to your happiness? Once again, I'm repeating it again only because I forgot that it was down here on the list. You should be asking yourself if it benefits you and if it adds to your happiness. And if it doesn't, then you should let go of whatever that may be. True friendships will understand a busy schedule and know what it means to make time friendships are so important but as you get older I have learned the circle does get smaller and that is okay I truly believe quality over quantity but at the end of the day as young adults moving into adulthood people will understand that you're busy and if they don't they're really not mature enough to understand what it is to have an adult relationship people are needy. I'm going to say that people are not needy and it is hard to transition from teenagehood into young adulthood. But at the end of the day, true friendships will understand the aspect of life, the aspect of routine and busy schedules. Everyone has their own life. You've got to accept the fact that everyone's not going to have the time of day for everyone but it comes down to when people make that time and you compromise and you both make that time for each other hold on to people that align with you and your values and normalize letting go of the dead weight if someone is weighing you down let them go You don't have to verbalize to them that they are dead weight. You know, sometimes friendships, whatever relationship it is, sometimes it just doesn't work out and that is okay. And sometimes that's when we need to look at it and go, well, it just wasn't meant to be. Learn to not care about other people's opinions. Everyone is going to have them, but that shouldn't stop you from being you. I have learnt this so much and it also comes into another um, tip that I've learnt that is don't let judgments, shitty comments and other people's validation define you. Those two kind of link in together. I've learnt that so much. You know, I am my own person. I love who I am and I know who I am and I, I don't need anyone else defining that for me and I don't need to listen in on the bullshit and you shouldn't either. Um, people can be clicky I can tell you now there are good people out there but there are some really shitty people out there too and if you want to do something or if you are a certain person that has their certain ways you shouldn't let other people's judgments affect the way that you reason the way that you make decisions whatever it may be know that you deserve more than you know or than you think You deserve so much more. If you are someone that is settling right now, you deserve more than you think. If you are getting treated like absolute crap, please know that you deserve more than you think. If you are in a shitty position at work and you're always getting talked down to and they're not giving you the respect that you deserve as an employee... Know that you deserve more than you think. If a friend is just not being a very good friend anymore and doesn't understand your needs, you deserve more than you think. This also comes into it the next step or tip, should I say, that I've learnt Don't drop your standards for anyone. Your worth is important. If you are so desperate to get into a relationship or something, I don't know, this is just the only example I'm thinking of right now. Don't settle and don't drop your standards for someone who doesn't align with you or does things that you aren't accepting of. You know, there are so many people out there, and I'm sure. You know, you have people already that support you. Why add something negative into the picture? Because I can tell you now, it's not worth it. It is not worth dropping your standards. You might as well be on your own. I always say to myself, I would rather be on my own, be alone, than be in a relationship with someone that doesn't fully make me happy. I would rather be alone <laughs> for the rest of my life than be in a situation where I half-ass, half-ass it. Like, I would rather be by myself than be with someone I truly don't love or just feeling some type of void. Yeah. If you have to force things to make it work, leave it. Simple as that. If you have to force things or to change people, if you are constantly compromising in a situation, in a relationship, no matter what relationship it is, don't force it. If you are constantly the person that is uplifting this person, if you are constantly reminding this person of doing certain things, if you are constantly, constantly, constantly working your ass to make up for his, what's the word, or her non-existent effort then leave it. It's really not worth it. If you've given them multiple chances, it's, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the time and energy. Learn to embrace the present more. I've kind of struggled with this and I'm starting to really focus on the present more. I find that I'm very much a futuristic person Looker and seeker I love to think about the future I love to think about what I could be doing in a year's time I love to plan I love to organize but the thing is it can stop me from being present and it can stop me from actually achieving the goals to get to that futuristic goal Um, and I know that and I'm aware that sometimes I can hold myself back by doing by being too futuristic so I'm learning to be more present. Learn to not worry about the things you cannot control. I used to struggle with this a lot and sometimes I will admit I still do. Um, I'm a worrier. I'm a worrywart. (laughs) I'm a stress head. I'm an overthinker. And I love to worry about the things that I cannot control. But at the end of the day, you can't control it. So you got to let it go of control a little bit. Learn to trust your gut if you're feeling off about something or someone. I've really learned to trust my gut. My gut is so right. (laughs) Um, In the past, I've always gone with my head or my heart. Meaning my heart as in, you know, oh, but they're so nice. Oh, they make me feel all these things. Or my head, who's constantly thinking the good in people. But if I trust my gut, my gut doesn't worry about any of that and it's honestly, it really has helped me out of a few sticky situations. Learn to be vulnerable. This is so important as it is something that truly will help you within your relationships. It is something that strengthen those relationships. Um, Being vulnerable is something that is hard to do but it will completely open up so many avenues, so many relationships. I've definitely been learning to do it more. I have struggled with it for so long Um, but once you can learn to be more vulnerable and open with someone, whether that's with your family, with your best friend, it definitely You can definitely feel the weight lifted off your chest and it can make you closer with the people that you love you will never truly feel love until you can fully love yourself this is the last one i have learned so much especially since the last serious relationship i was in um i was so young i really had no clue i had no idea i had no idea what i was doing um and this saying of loving yourself before you can love anyone else is, I never understood it until now, you will truly never fully be able to love really anyone, unless you can fully accept yourself, um, and I've, I found that hard, but I have found it I finally accepted the fact if I can fully accept myself and be able to let someone in or be able to let myself in, I can let someone else in. Now, I'm just going to go into a little bit of a break now and then I'm going to discuss a few things about this book that I've been reading. Um, I'm really excited to share it with you. I know that some people have probably heard of it. It's called The Neuroscience of Self-Love by alexis fernandez she actually has a podcast out called do you fucking mind (laughs) mind my language um she was actually the first podcast i'd ever listened to and she really opened um up my views and opened my mind a lot about a lot of different conversations and topics so yeah i'm excited to share what i've learned and how it relates to um positive body image and self-love Alrighty and we are back getting into the neuroscience of self-love. So when I, I haven't finished it yet, but um, a few chapters that stuck out to me was um, the three pillars of happiness um, and self-love and then also your thoughts create your reality. First of all, three pillars that identify happiness and what can help you add to your happiness. One, uh, connection. So that can be either with others and yourself. Two, growth. Always be working towards something and seeing progress. And three, purpose. Feel that you have a strong why and you are working towards the why. So the why is your intentions. Finding your why, and always coming back to your why. Your why is so important because your why is why you are doing something in the first place. Your purpose is your why. Your growth is seeing yourself progress. And your connection with others and yourself is how you allow to be happy within yourself as well as growing and finding your purpose it is important that you are connecting in order to grow and find purpose we are only human we are human beings of nature we need connection with other human beings in order to live it's just human nature it is something that we cannot survive without love is connection with others and ourself which is why it is so important to learn to build that relationship with yourself and learn to be able to love and accept yourself now your thoughts create your reality right well they actually do for example affirmations positive affirmations only work however If what you're saying feels too far from reality or unrealistic, sometimes things run deeper than just a positive affirmation. You know, I feel good about myself today. I love my body. I think I look beautiful. That person staring back in the mirror right there, she is gorgeous. If these examples are too far from the truth, for example... Find a truth then to lean on to help convince your brain in order for you to feel those things. Instead of cutting straight to the negative, for example, my body can't or my body won't allow me to, instead of saying those negative attributes, start saying my body is capable of here is evidence, here is a list of what I've trained my body to do or another negative aspect, I don't like the way I look. Instead, I do like these things about myself. I like the fact that I have, sorry, I like the fact that I have this or that. These are important. As I was listing some helpful tips on boosting self-confidence. This also links back into that too. I was saying learn to positive self-talk and learn to practice body affirmations. This will contribute to that. By convincing yourself you need to make it relatable You need to make it reality for yourself in order to be able to accept and believe what you're saying. You need to create affirmations that are true to you, that you find truthful in order for you not to lie. You need to find evidence in things that you actually do like about yourself in order to progress in areas that you don't like about yourself. You have to start somewhere, it's a progress, it's a step-by-step training, whatever you want to call it. It is a process, it won't just happen. These are some tips on how to be able to positively change those neuropathways better. Another example is targeting those negatives into positive reminders. So, like I just said, you can't become positive without those negatives. So, targeting those negatives, for example, I don't like my body, and turning it into a positive reminder by using useful truths. Without having to lie or force yourself into believing something you don't. If you find that you are forcing yourself into trying to believe something, it's not realistic. It's not a realistic affirmation. It's not a realistic truth. You need to find something that is a truth, that is something that you're willing to accept, and that is something that you're willing to build on. That is how you learn to change those neuro pathways, And this is what I've learned in the neuroscience of self love so far. So imagine what the rest of the book is going to be like. She is amazing. If you want to learn more, um, I recommend getting the book. Um, it's called The Neuroscience of Self Love. Otherwise, her podcast is called Do You Fucking Mind? Literally, literally type that into Spotify and she'll come up. Um, yeah, she's amazing. She she talks everything brain, Um, she talks everything brain, Uh, she talks everything neuroscience and she always relates a topic back to something going on in the brain to do with neuropathways, to do with neurotransmitters, to do with how the brain relates and how the, what parts of the brain work in order to decision make or In order to do everyday things that us humans do. So, that is all for today. I'm so glad that you all listened and I hope that you really did enjoy um, today's episode. I will be posting more on my Instagram soon about some guests that will be coming up soon. Um, I'm really excited to announce some of the um, people that I've got got coming on. Um, Yeah, I'm just really excited to see where this podcast goes. I've got a few plans in the making. um, And, yeah, I'm just – I'm really excited to keep creating and building this community. I hope that whoever's listening um, will continue to support Um, And I just want to finish this episode by saying to always remember to be selfish towards yourself, fill your cup up by adding to your happiness and give your body the love it deserves. Thank you so much again. This is Talking Body, a podcast where we are creating health conscious and body positive minds. See ya.